Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. I'm Honey German. My parents are Dominican. I was born and raised in New York City. I love sneakers, and I'm a body-positive advocate. I'm Carolina Bermudez. Soy Nicaragüense, but I was born and raised in Ohio. I'm a wife, a mama, and a worker bee. This This is is Life in Spanglish. Buenos dias, Carolina. Buenos dias, Honey German. We meet yet again, and I just love this little space that we've created for ourselves. It is a place where we could be free to speak our minds. We don't have to worry. I especially like it that I get to curse. My mother doesn't love that part, but I do. And it's always fun seeing you. So what's going on, girl? I love seeing you. Don't ever tell me I can't see you on camera because the the faces you make, make my day. (laughs) Well, you guys though, sometimes I straight up tell honey, you are not getting A plus Carolina. You're getting like C minus Carolina today. You're getting like bun, hair back, like that kind of vibe, you know? But, you know, at least, like my mom says, at least I finally found a man. You know, my mother came to visit just a couple of weeks ago, and I'm listening to her talk to her comadres, talk to me. which is just the most entertaining thing. Comadre. Those comadre talks, they will definitely take you out. And you can sit back and just absorb what these women are saying, older women. And I don't know, sometimes it just throws me off. I'm like, you guys realize it's 2022, right? Oh, no. Well, some of the things that they say are really scandalous and totally inappropriate. So we're not going to put them on blast for those. But I love hearing. Well, also, I have no choice but to hear it because does your mom speak on speakerphone? all the time. My mom will never put in earbuds. She will never wear headphones. It's all day, all speaker. That's it. So you're consuming all of her um, old people talk all day long. I can't avoid it. And that's the reason why I'm in on the cheese, man. And I love it. So the other day, my mom came to visit and she's on the phone with one of her comadres and they're talking about the comadre's niece que le dejó el tren. Pobrecita le dejó el tren. And I'm dying in the background because I'm hearing all about this poor young woman who is in her mid-30s que le dejó el tren. 
tenía un novio y después quebró con el novio y después estaba en el Tinder y no pudo encontrar a nadie. And now she's in her, and I'm, I'm looking at my mom and I'm thinking to myself, you do realize. I never heard that one. La dejó el la dejó tren. tren. That's that it. One. Like the train left the station, baby. She did not get married. Which equates to us. Ta queda. I guess it's the same thing. Te dejó el tren. Te quedate. That's referring oh, to. Oh, yeah unmarried women basically and so after my mom got off the phone i said to her i said mom why do you think that because this woman is in her mid-30s i don't know exactly how old she is that there's no hope for her to find happiness que, que le dejó el tren no hija porque ya está you know está más viejita ya no puede tener hijos and i said mom people can have kids into their 50s. This has nothing to do with science and technology. This is an antiquated way of thinking that just because you're not young, that you can't find yourself a man. So I had this long and heated debate with my mom and I wanted to have it with you. And it's crazy. Your mom is talking about somebody in their 30s. You know, in Japan, after 25, they label unmarried women Christmas cake, meaning Ooh. leftover, nobody wants it. I'm like, what's wrong? 25, Carolina, 25. That's cold-blooded, though. I mean, I don't even like the phrase Christmas cake. Ouch. Like, that is not right. You know, I think that when we look back at perhaps our parents, I look at my mother and father. My mom and dad got married when they were 16 and 21, I think. Let's go back. It's always good for us to start from the beginning, especially, you know, with Latino parents. You know, this whole, te tienes que casar. When I was young, Carolina, let's say 12, 13, I was taught how to clean. I was taught how to cook. I was taught how to sew all in preparation for the day I got married. This is at 13. My mother was not talking to me about college or careers or anything like that. It was just like, aprende a cocinar, aprende a fregar, aprende a lavar, aprende a lavar un toilet. My mother used to put my hand in the toilet bowl like this, like, aprende a lavar un toilet bien, que los hombres no quieren mujeres sucias. I used to be like, a teenager, a 13-year-old. Porque una mujer tiene que mantener la casa, honey. I mean, she was teaching you all of the things that she feels like you needed to know in order to be a lovely housewife, which... Chosen? Yeah. Or chosen? <laughs> you know, I used to have... I forget... There used to be a song, and I forget the words. Do you, did your mom or dad ever sing to you, Arroz con pollo, me quiero casar con una... I forget the... For us, it was leche. For us, it was leche. Arroz con leche, se quiere casar con una viudita de la capital. Que sepa that was not my best singing voice. That, right? I, I forget the lyrics. I'm like, I'm sitting here trying to like rack my brain and remember this yes. song. My grandmother used to sing me that song. Yes. And it was referencing to like the things you need to do or something like that. Like, que sepa coser, que sepa lavar, que sepa planchar. All these, you know, I'm thinking back, it's like, it was ingrained in us. Like, you got to get married. You got to be prepared to get married. You got to learn all these things to get married. And it started early. And you took the words out of my mouth because this is something that, you know, inadvertently we had been taught from a young age, almost subliminally, that as a woman, you need to be ready to take care of the household, to take care of the man. Luckily in my house, education was the number one priority for us. So I do have to give my parents credit there. My mom and dad always said, and I think I've mentioned this several times in the podcast, but my dad always said, I'm not worried about my boys. If my boys have to take care of their family, they can go out into a field and they can work and they can make money. But my girls, 
need an education so they never have to depend on a man. But yet there's this mixed message of, but you got to get married, but you got to get out there and you have to have a family. And so this is something that I think as Latinos or, you know, as, as women growing up, Latinas, that we have been taught, how do you stop it from going to the next generation? I don't have daughters, but I do have nieces. And it is a priority to me to make them understand your worth is not associated to who you're with or who you end up with. Your worth is associated with your self-esteem, with your accomplishments, with how you feel about yourself and what you've been doing and those steps that you've taken to maintain your goals or, or to even reach your goals. But yeah, it's wild, right? And I just couldn't believe this conversation. I'll tell you the rest of the cheese after, but yes, go ahead. No, but I think I think our generation, let's say, of mothers are doing an amazing job because I have my niece and I never for once heard my my sister talking about marriage. It was just like, you're going to go to NYU. You're going to be an artist. You like to play the guitar. You're going to play the guitar. You want purple hair. You can have purple hair. There was never talk of, let me show you how to cook so you could cook for a man. So it's progressing, but there is still that stereotype and there is still that there's still that type of talk, let's say with our moms and even still people our age might comment on these type of things. What my question is to you though, okay, so jamona, where does that come from? Is that a Dominican phrase? Because I don't think I've ever heard that. Yeah, I think it's a Dominican word. Most definitely we use it, but it's just like, esa tipo una jamona, that means like she never got married. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they mean to say nobody ever wanted to marry her, but you know what's crazy? I know a lot of single women, Carolina, and I, I don't feel any negative connotation towards them. You know, people want to say, oh, they're envious. They wanted to be married. They didn't, it didn't happen for them. A lot of them are very well educated, master's degrees, beautiful homes, cars, great paying jobs. It's just weird how it still has like a negative connotation attached to it. You know, I call them unmarried women because I just feel like, you know, spinster and all those other terms have such negative, you know, just, it's just, they're just negative words that I don't even think we should use anymore. I agree with you. You know, in my house, we call my friends who are unmarried, Titi. So Tia's are Tia Jenny, Tia Liz. Those are my blood sisters. Those are Tia. But mm -hmm. in my house, we have Titi Cheryl, we have Titi Sam. And these are okay. my dear, dear friends who I've grown up with and who are very near and dear to me who are not married. They're professional career women. They have their own lives. They have found fulfillment in other ways. And they don't necessarily need to be attached to someone. Yes, they've had boyfriends here and there. But my kids know them as Titi. And it gives them the opportunity to have a relationship with somebody other than me or other than their aunts, where I feel like I want them to establish a relationship where later on in life, if they're in high school or, you know, even later, they'll look forward to maybe going to LA to visit Titi. You know what I mean? So I feel like that is a way for me to weave these important people into our lives. And I think the benefit is it's mutually beneficial. I think my kids get somebody that they can speak to, that they can look to for advice, that maybe is not associated with the family. So they might feel a little more free revealing things to them. And then I also think that it gives my friends the benefit of having that one-on-one -on -one time with children through the various different stages of their lives. And they get to give them back. They don't have to deal with the everyday craziness that I have to deal with.
Mom met a lot of your demands over the years. This Mother's Day, get her the Bartesian cocktail maker that makes premium cocktails on demand. In just 30 seconds, have your choice of over 60 premium or seasonal cocktails, all at the touch of a button. Get $50 off on the Bartesian cocktail maker now when you buy one pack of cocktail capsules. So, for all the times you made a mess, get Mom the countertop cocktail system that makes premium cocktails without making any mess at all. For all the times you begged for soda, get her premium cocktail capsules made with real fruit juice and craft bitters. For all the times you demanded tacos for dinner, get her the Bartesian that mixes margaritas in just 30 seconds. Make mom's Mother's Day and all the 364 days that aren't Mother's Day with a Bartesian cocktail maker at $50 off. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother now to get $50 off the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything. A moment that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these very moments. The last couple of years has been the hardest season of our marriage for sure. I'm surprised our marriage survived it. I think we both are. I think we both were barely holding on. Mm. Nothing compares to how hard this is. Their stories are full of candor, awe, and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. True behavior change is really identity change. Every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. Listen to A Slight Change of Plans on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. nine godchildren, Carolina. And, you know, speaking as someone, you know, even though I was, I've married someone who didn't have children, it gave me, I say my sister's kids are my kids because I practically helped raise them, you know, and it, it filled that void of not having children. So you don't understand what you're doing there. You're doing something that is amazing, not just for an unmarried woman, but for women that don't, doesn't have children. You know, I have my youngest godchild is two. My oldest godchild is 24. I have all range ages, kids. What? I was a kid when my my older sister had her kid uh-huh. and I was her babysitter. I didn't have a job. I was like, I was at home all the time. So I practically helped raise my nephew who's 24 years old and I love him. It gave me a, a sense of like motherhood. So you don't understand what you're doing, Carolina. It's amazing. What a beautiful thing. I want more godchildren. One of my friends just had a, a baby last week. 
I'm like, oh God, am I gonna get another God baby? And I'm gonna get another God baby. I keep texting, send me pictures, send me pictures. I'm like, hmm, let's wait and see. But you know, it's been amazing. And if I wouldn't have had a husband and I wouldn't have had kids, I still feel like I would have been very um happy. You know, don't get me wrong, I love my husband, but I don't feel like that, I don't feel like that is like a validation. Like, if I wouldn't have been married, girl, I would have been dating my ass off. I'll tell you that much. But um, right, <laughs> it wouldn't have changed anything. Like, I just don't feel like marriage is one of my accomplishments in life. And that's what a lot of Latina moms, you know, don't see. I come from a family of like 60 cousins. So you can only imagine my tias and the comparisons. And this one got married and that <laughs> one didn't get married. And this one got married because se quedó cerca de su mamá and she let her mother guide her. This one didn't get married because she went off on her own. I need people to understand, you know, marriage is not something that can be hung up on a wall. Like I have my degrees behind me that I am proud of being able to get somebody to marry me after 10 years of dating. That is not an accomplishment. I just wore that man down. (laughs) After a certain amount of time, it was meant to happen. You know, honey, you're going to be in the double digits soon with your godchildren if you keep up this pace, which I think is just so incredible. You really are. And that's the reason why I always go back to there's um, some data that shows about single women that there is an increasingly large portion of the adult population in our own country. So four in 10 adults between the ages of 25 and 54 are single. So that is up 29% since 1990. Okay. So now let's look at the bigger picture. The other day I was speaking to somebody and this person is just starting out in the industry and she was asking me for some advice. And the one piece of advice that I did give her that is contrary to what we're talking about here is that I told her, I said, don't get so caught up in creating this career that you forget to have your own life. Because I do think it is important to invest whether or not you marry that person. You could find a life partner and never get married. That's the other thing. Why do people have to force this certificate on everyone. There are plenty of people who are happy that have never gotten married. And I think that's a really big point, or that's something that we should point out here because a marriage is a contract. And going back to my mother's conversation, when she was talking about, you know, this woman who's in her late thirties that never got married, I just said, mom, there are other things, there are other goals that women want to accomplish now in 2022 that just don't include marriage. Marriage is not the biggest piece of much like to what you were saying. It's not the biggest piece of everyone's life that it was for you. And I don't mean to sound negative, but a lot of marriage ends in divorce. And that is a fact. So it's like, okay, you're going to have this accomplishment that's going to end up in a breakup, alimony, child support, and all that other good stuff. And you know what? I was reading a study by a behavioral scientist, and research actually shows that women without children were actually happier than married women with children. Really? Like I was like, okay, yeah. That's surprising. I'm going to send you the study, you know. But it goes to show you, you know, how we have these false narratives about like, Women, unmarried women or women without children being unhappy. Girl, they out here lit. These single girls about to be turning the fuck up and we're going to be at home seasoning carne to put on the grill. I love it. It's auntie season. I want to be on a boat It is. It's dia season. Yeah. I was watching on Instagram. Who was it? I feel like I saw, oh, Lil Duval. If you guys don't follow Lil Duval on Instagram. Girl. That man is a mess. Let me hear what you're going to say. He makes me cry. I I gut bust laugh whenever I see 
his uh posts and he was posting people's aunties and i guess auntie and and he's african-american so he had this whole movement Mm -hmm. of auntie season hashtag auntie and everybody was sending their aunties in and i gotta be honest with you some of these women these unmarried women who were out there looked better than some of the 20 year olds that were submitting them i was like this is these are goals here ladies and they're out there living their best lives stop I saw one. She had like a, I guess like an orange halter top dress. And I think it said she was 60. She had that wagon and that flat stomach. I was like, hell no, nah, this lady got better body than me. How, Sway? Because <laughs> she has time to go to the gym. Because she's not trying to take care of her man. She doesn't have to take care of kids or a dog like me. Like, que bruta. I got a dog too. Like as if taking care of a dog. If, as if taking care of two kids isn't enough. Then I got to take care of the damn dog, Reina. And she doesn't act like a queen, everybody. So yeah, it's just so funny how maybe we're shifting our perspective to allow people to just be. I wish that we could break. And maybe you're listening right now and you're not in a relationship or maybe you were previously married and you got divorced and it's not the end. That's the whole point is that it is not the end just because other people had this vision or this expectation to this, you know, I I guess um, I'm trying to think of like what, what the comparison is. Yeah. The expectation of the house with two kids, you know, the 2.1 kids and the white picket fence, like that is not a reality anymore. We're out here living in cities and having apartments and going to yoga and practicing self care. And doesn't it sound like a dream to you? It does. It's like living life experiences, you know, celebrating who you are and that freedom, Carolina, that comes with tomorrow I'm going to sleep till noon. You're not stressed talk about, I got to get the hell up. I don't want this man to see me looking crazy and this house is dirty and I got to clean that refrigerator. None of that. None of that. You want dirty fridge? You can have dirty fridge for weeks. You want to put on makeup the whole week working from home? You don't have to. Nobody's looking at you. You better love yourself and love the situation you're in. You know what's crazy? Whenever I do have issues and I'm not happy or something went wrong in my house, I tell my sister Bella, mira, quédate sola, no te case, coño, tú no sabes lo que es eso. <laughs> and this is real talk. It's real advice because sometimes you get such a headache and you're like, why did I get myself into this mess? More often than not, I'm, I'm more often than not, I'm happy. Honestly, I, I am very happy. I adore my husband. But then there are those times where I'm like, you know what? I, I will say this. When I dated a person for years before I met my husband, I think my parents were stressed, but they didn't really tell me. Did you have pressure? You dated Noonie for 10 years. Was there any pressure from your family? Were they constantly asking when he was going to pop the question? Yeah, it was constantly like, okay, my mom always so what's going to happen here? You're just going to live with this man? Like, what's the deal? Y'all going to get married? Te va a quedar ahí y no te va a casar con ese hombre. And it was just like, yo, we'll get married when it feels right. You know, like we live together. Okay, so cuando la boda? Right. Girl, that was the number one question. Cuando la boda? Cuando vienen los hijos? I'm like, coño, no jodan tanto. Yo tengo mis hijos cuando yo quiera tener mis hijos. No pregunten tanto. But definitely was a question like, when are you guys getting married? It's just like, yo, let me be. I was building my career. I was building, you know, my dreams. I was getting my education. I was not in a rush to get married. You know, at 22, 23 years old. Let me get married. I want to get married at 30. I'll get married at 30. Let it live. Let it rock. You know, for me, I think my parents were afraid really? to say they, anything. They didn't want to say anything? Yeah. Why? They didn't want to upset you? When, when I, no, they didn't, they didn't want Mark to be hip to the game. They were just like, oh my gosh, she found a good one. Let's not scare him away. My mom was like, really? 
careful whenever he would come to the house. No hacemos mucha bulla. Let me ask you a question, Carolina. Would they, use, would they use the word gringo? No asusten el gringo, señores. Yeah. Yes. And then and then they realized that Mark understands Spanish. Mark actually understands Spanish. He can speak a little bit. And so then so then it moved to El Judío, which, by the way, <laughs> that's again, these are inappropriate things, which, you know, like my mom, that Latinos, that Latinos use, you know, and it's like I realized that they are just so old school that this is something that I personally won't ever change for them. But I know that I can change it. I feel like when Mark showed up, they were like, ooh, we don't want to scare this one away. We're not going to put any pressure on it. We're just going to let it be and let it happen. But there are so many families who are constantly needling women in their 20s and 30s to lock it down, to get married. And now my family, my family is like that. It's like any single cousin. It's just like, well, what's the problem? Yo, I have cousins that will tell another cousin. Dime, ¿qué te pasó y por qué te quedaste jamona? ¿Por qué nunca te casaste? I'm like, yo, this woman is in her 30s. Like, what makes you think it's over, bro? Like, you are so inappropriate. You are overstepping in so many different ways. But it also comes from, you know, we're kind of like, we're Dominicans. And we kind of like sometimes say what's on our mind. But I've seen it happen. And I'm like, and they'll come to me like, yo, can you believe Primo Fulano said this to me? And I'm like, what? And they're like. Like, who the hell says that to anybody? Well, they don't realize, they don't realize how intrusive that is or what people's story is behind it. You don't know if people can or can't have children. And that's where I feel like we need to kind of take a step back and change that so that we don't continue to repeat those things. But cousins, cousins are savages cousins will cousins will say whatever like brothers yes exactly they'll say whatever is on their mind whenever i go to san francisco that's where the cousin that's cousin central that's where all of them stay and i just know san francisco or miami be prepared to answer questions mom met a lot of your demands over the years this mother's day get her the bartesian cocktail maker that makes premium cocktails on demand in just 30 seconds, have your choice of over 60 premium or seasonal cocktails, all at the touch of a button. Get $50 off on the Bartesian Cocktail Maker now when you buy one pack of cocktail capsules. So, for all the times you made a mess, get mom the countertop cocktail system that makes premium cocktails without making any mess at all. For all the times you begged for soda, get her premium cocktail capsules made with real fruit juice and craft bitters. For all the times you demanded tacos for dinner, get her the Bartesian that mixes margaritas in just 30 seconds make mom's mother's day and all the 364 days that aren't mother's day with a bartesian cocktail maker at 50 dollars off visit b-a-r-t-e-s-i-a-n.com backslash mother now to get 50 dollars off the bartesian premium cocktail maker bartesian premium cocktails on demand i'm elia connie and this is family therapy my best hopes I guess identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Uh, thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. 
The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything. A moment that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these very moments. The last couple of years has been the hardest season of our marriage for sure. I'm surprised our marriage survived it. I think we both are. I think we both were barely holding on. Mm. Nothing compares to how hard this is. Their stories are full of candor, awe, and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. True behavior change is really identity change. Every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. Listen to A Slight Change of Plans on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Girl, I've had cousins be like, ay, Dios mío, pero te pusiste tan gorda. I'm like, hello to you too. Exactly. Lovely to see you. I haven't seen you in 15 years, but nice to see your ass. Okay. You know, that's why I don't come back. Yo, bro, they'll be like, pero diablo, te dejaste dañar. They'll say that to somebody if they gain weight, like as a greeting with no qualms. But I really, my, with my family, it's like, I always circle back and try to just, whenever there's a female unmarried, I'm just like, bro, do you realize the degrees this woman has? Do you realize how successful she is? Do you see her home? Do you see her, her car? Do you see her accomplishments? Like, let's focus on that. Let's not focus on a man that might come in and ruin everything she's she's worked for. That's actually a very good point. But also, what do you say for Bella? Because your sister, who is absolutely stunning, she's gorgeous, she's single, and I, I don't know her age, but I know that she's single. What kind of pressure is she facing from the family? And I feel like you would stick up for her. Girl, I do. I'm like, mom, stop talking to her about, do not ask her any more questions. I need you to please stop. I'm like, do not call her if that's what you're going to go in on right away. My mom is like obsessed with that situation. I'm like, yo, you got to stop, lady. You got to stop. Brothers and sisters, we're, we're cool. We're letting her take her time because, you know, you have to find your soulmate. You have to find your person. It can't just be anybody. So yeah, granted, you dated your whole 20s. But you know what? Every If every relationship ended in breakup, that wasn't the person for you. What do you want her to do? Marry the person that ended up being a, a monster behind closed doors? Is that what you wanted? Or the relationship that went sour? That's the one you wanted her? No, because you know what? That would have ended in divorce. Take your time. Find your right person. And then get married. I tell all the time, do not let these people pressure you into settling down with someone you do not love, you're not in love with, and you don't see a future with. Not to check a box that later on you're going to have to uncheck with a divorce. Don't let them pressure you into that. Don't. And, you know, it bothers her. She doesn't want to talk about it. It's something that's private. And she doesn't understand why people feel like they have the privilege to even approach her or engage her in that conversation. So if you're out there, you know, and you feel like you want to ask somebody about their singledom, or I don't even know if that's a word, please refrain, chill out, focus on your own shit. I'm pretty sure there's areas in your life that can use some work, whether it be your kids, your own marriage, or your dirty ass house. Leave these people alone. <laughs> 
<laughs> she went there. She went there. She struggles with it. And you know what? With Latinos, it's just like everybody is so intrusive sometimes. And everybody feels like every topic is up for debate. It's not. And don't try to hook them up, please. Stop. I hate that. Oh, I have a friend for you. Girl, the setups. Oh, oh the my God. Setups. Like, they are not desperate. These women have Tinder. These women have eHarmony. These women have the streets. These women have their jobs. They are meeting people. They are just not meeting the right people. They are not thirsty out here. These women are perfectly okay. Stay your ass out of it. Don't try to hook her up with your tia's cousin's uncle that just got released from prison and you don't know about it. Well, no, <laughs> exactly. You have no idea what's in their past. I always go back to a phrase that my mom would always tell me, mejor sola que mal acompañada. Mejor sola, mm -hmm. I'd mm -hmm. rather be alone than with Girl, bad company. Don't take me and that's don't take me down that rabbit hole please. but that's exactly the advice that you're giving bella too, your sister claro que it sí. is more important for you to get to know yourself and to know who you are so that you are ready for that person when the right person comes along and let's be honest dating these days is not the same i'm coming out on i'm trying to think 2008 was when i met my husband that man actually took me to dinner. These girls can't even get dinner out of these guys anymore. I had a friend who reached out to me. It is rough. These here. streets are tough. And she told me that this guy reached out to her and said, oh, I want to meet you for drinks. And I said, you can't even get some food. And she said, no, guys no longer want to meet you for dinner. Dinner is like the third date. I said, dinner was like the first date. A girl has got to eat, honey. I am sorry. I am hungry. I need my protein. I need you to pay for it. And I feel like there's nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong. But the, you know what it is? In this microwavable type of dating society we're in, these guys probably meet three people for drinks in one night. Girl, let's do drinks here real quick and let's do drinks over here real quick. And then if they don't like those three, they set up three more for the next day. So it's not easy, you know, scoring or landing the perfect person because these men can replace you from the comfort of their own couch. Before, if men would meet a girl, be like, ella trabaja, ella fue a la universidad, ella no tiene hija, they would work on it. Now they don't work on it. So being single is much harder now in 2022 than it was in, let's say, the 90s or the 2000s. And not even that. They're not even going to replace you. They're not even going to give you the courtesy of going home. Some of these guys will be looking on Tinder at the bar while they're on the date with you and they realize that you're not the one. This is true story. No, this is true story. I, they're going to be scrolling, swiping left while you while you finishing your one drink. She came back from the bathroom and said that she rolled up behind his back and saw him on Tinder He's looking around him. And I said, okay, well, clearly this is not the one but it's, it's i would have snatched that phone out his hand it's so discouraging and you know, don't waste my time but then you wonder why people stay single because it's like why on earth would you want to have a second date with this person if you just rolled up on him and he's looking for other options so i feel like that is it you need to be treated as the option and i've always said this there's there are so many distractions in this world period. That when it comes to dating, if you are not holding that man or woman, whoever it is that you choose to date in the highest regard, then perhaps that person isn't for you. The game playing at this, at this time, it's like, it's got to stop. And I feel like, especially in your thirties and your forties, when you're looking for something substantial, that's where I feel like people need to really lay it out and say, this is what I'm looking for. I'm not into the game playing. And if you're not down with this and you still want to like cat around and look for other people, then I'm not the one for you. You know, I was talking um, to Bella and I was like, where do people that actually want to get married look? 
And she was like, I guess, I guess she said eHarmony or um, what's the other one? Match. Oh, match. Yeah. Because I'm like, yo, like, I'm like, these apps, these ga- these apps are a game. Instagram is a game. You're not, like, where do you go to find like-minded people that are like, okay, I want to get married and I want to have children. It's got to be hard out here for these single people. And you're not going to find somebody where you used to be able to find them. You're not going to go to church and find that person because I'm sorry. It's just, there are no opportunities there like there were previously. There are too many options on the table. So that's where I feel like people need to get creative. So here is the one piece of advice that nobody asked for. If you are single and you're listening to this podcast, right? Right now, I want you to make a conscious effort to get to know your friends' friends. And it's not necessarily even your friends' friends. Your friends' friend may know a friend that's single. And that, in my opinion, is the best way to meet somebody because the apps, they're out there. Yes, people find love. Absolutely. But I think if you're really serious and you want to get down to it, and also, here's the other thing that I tell my friend all the time that those boxes that you're looking for this person to check, you might get somebody that fills 70% of those boxes. Be willing, be willing to be open to other ideas. I feel like we're so fixated on the perfect man or the perfect woman. If somebody comes at you and for example, their teeth might not be all right. Okay. Let me just, I'm just giving that as an example. Okay. That might be a deal breaker for other people. Okay. That might be a deal breaker. But we can fix that. Teeth can be fixed. A personality, a person's moral character, the way that they live their life and they treat other people, that can't necessarily be fixed. So I feel like that is the nugget that we leave to we have to leave people with today. You know, I feel like perhaps we need to discuss with our families, discuss with our friends that these archaic ways of thinking we got to stop talking that way and be more supportive of our single brothers and sisters. Boom. We said it. That is a fact and connection. If you feel a connection with someone, go with it. And listen, if you are single out here, just know I envy you. Not a little bit, a whole lot. You out here living your life, wearing what you what? want, going where you want, whatever music you want to listen, whatever show you want to watch. You want to watch sappy ass movies for three hours. Ain't nobody going to tell you, turn that shit off. They want to watch Drink Champs with Nori. Girl, live your life. You don't understand. Nori. Noonie, she doesn't mean one thing. She doesn't mean one thing that she's saying, Noonie. She loves you. She loves watching Drink Champs. Don't listen to her, Noonie. No, I don't want to watch Drink Champs. And I definitely don't want to clean the whole house. And then this man makes bacalaitos and stinks up the whole house like fried codfish. Girl, listen, girl, if your house is out here smelling like a spa, enjoy it because it's not going to last forever. And I envy you. Oh, my gosh. I am dying. Do you have any advice to say to your younger single self? I have to think about this one because I was thinking, what advice would I give? To a young Carolina. Single, uh, a dating advice or in general? I would just say to your single self, because there are those moments when I was single. Yeah. When, when you were single, what advice would you give to your younger single self? I hate everybody I dated before my husband. Girl, just sit down and wait and wait for this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, but for sure. Um, I guess connection because it's like what, what I ended up connecting. Well, the reason I ended up staying with Nooney was because the connection was undeniable. I always gravitated towards him, you know? So if you feel like there's someone you just can't get out of your mind or someone you keep going back to, you know, even if some things might've gone wrong, if you feel like this person is the person for you, 
don't get stuck on mistakes. Don't get stuck on this happened and then I don't want to talk to him anymore. Unless it's something super unforgivable. If you feel like that's your person and there's a connection, let some shit slide. Yeah, that's great advice. I feel like if I were to tell my younger single self some advice, Mm -hmm. I would say explore more. I was a serial monogamist. I, I never wanted to date other people. I was always afraid. I was very hesitant, which is really not my personality, but I did. I pushed myself a lot and I would go on dates and that didn't necessarily mean that it was anything sexual. I mean, I, you know, but I would put myself out there. I don't know if I put myself out there as much as other people, but I would say if, if, I were younger and single, I would explore more. I would explore different types of people. I would uh, maybe take up that person who wants to take me out for a drink and just say, you know what, screw it. I'm going to go out there and do it because I feel like I got in a comfort zone and my comfort zone was focusing on me, which was great. And I'm glad that I did that. But there were many, many times where I feel like I could have pushed myself to get out there more. So maybe for our single friends who are listening, I always say you're never going to meet the man of your dreams or the woman of your dreams in your living room watching 48 Hours Mystery or Dateline. You might meet them when you go over to your friend's house and you take a cake over for their son's birthday and they have friends over. That might be the time that you meet your special person. And be friendly. Carolina, I'm a friendly person. I always, every time I met someone... if you're friendly, honey. I don't know if you're friendly after all you said right now. (laughs) I mean, mean, when you go out, like, I feel like a lot of people feel dumb being like, it's like, yo, you see somebody be like, Hey, hi. Yo, I tell people all the time, cool shoes. And then they want to talk cute dog. And then they want to talk. If you're single, there's nothing wrong with doing that. You you don't look stupid. You just look friendly. It's normal conversation. We've gotten into a, into a space where nobody talks to strangers. And it's like, come on, how old are you? Seven years old, stranger danger. Nah, that might be your next piece of you know what? Say you like their socks. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Honey, this is beautiful. This is beautiful advice. And the reason why is because everybody is too freaking cool. Everybody is so cool. Get out of your ego, get out of your head and spark a conversation with somebody. Or if you're even married, this is something that I love to do. So I have a single friend right now. She's a single mom. And we went out the other night for a girl's night out. We went out to dinner. And then after she said, why don't we go to this place in Huntington out on Long Island? And I said, I have not been to a club since my thirties. She said, well, we're going tonight. So we went out there and this guy tried to roll up on your girl. And I said, oh no, I am not single. And I flashed my hand. I said, listen, mama still got it. Please get out of here. But I said, but you know what? She's single. So tell me about yourself. Where do you work? What do you do? What do you, what are your interests? Be the wing woman that you wanted when you were younger and when you were out there and you're right. Conversation is the spark. That's the beginning of things. And I feel like people are too concerned about like not being cool or somebody shutting them down. They shut you down. Move on. I tell Bella that all the time. I'll be like, he's so cute. No, I would look desperate. I'm like, no, you wouldn't. And then you know what I'll do, Carolina? I'll, the guy will be, what you listening to? And there it is. And then he starts talking to us. And then eventually she, at times she's gotten the guy's number. He's interested in her, but if I don't spark the conversation, it doesn't happen. Sometimes you need people like us. Yes, exactly. You know what? Follow Honey and I for more life advice. <laughs> Girl, I'll be in the elevator with Bella. I'll be like, hi, what's your name? She'll be like, I'm going to kill her. Yeah, the elevator though, that's next level. No, because you're trapped in there. You can't get I out. If it care, goes girl. wrong, I oh, do honey, not care. Honey is a savage. And like I said. Listen, when I go visit her, right? She's down in Miami. 
We'll go down by her pool. I try to engage at least five people. Oh, give me that dog. Bring it over here. We met Lulu like three weeks ago. Girl, I said, hi, Lulu. And what's dad's name? I think he said his name was Raul, I think. And I'm like, oh, this is my sister. She lives here. Stop it. She hates me for it. But you know what? Next time she sees Lulu and Raul, she could say hi to them. I love you for this. And honey, I'm telling you, we need to start our own dating service. We will be out there. We we could call it like dos metiches. Like we're getting into everybody's lives. That's it. We are all about the business. Guys, we love, love, love that we get the time to talk to you. And if you really do need advice, you can always hit us up on social media. I'm at the real Carolina. I am honey German. Hit us up, man. I love these topics. Why do I feel so happy right now that like we accomplished so much? Well, because I feel like hopefully somebody can take this and feel more positively or they can be more optimistic rather than listening to their moms talking to their madres about their love life. No, you come and talk to us. Okay. So we'll be back next week. And we are so glad that you came to join us. Also follow us on Instagram. We're at L.I. Spanglish. And if you guys have any questions, you know, you can DM us anytime. Slide into the DMs. Head first. Go for it. Life in Spanglish is a production of Life in Spanglish Productions in partnership with iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo, riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en Español.com. My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this hundred-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.